Hi guys and welcome to this week's Battle of Wrestling Podcast episode 20. Hi, I'm your host Smoothly. Today we've just got Jack and Matt. Say hello everybody. Hello everybody. Are we sure it's 20, yeah? Yeah. Shut your face. (laughs) Both podcast listings on iTunes and the, 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 the spreadsheet. Okay, as long as you're sure. Hmm. How are we all? Knackered. Fantastic. Yeah. Bit of both. <laughs> Why are you talking? I'm, I'm doing sure you've been like, like waking up at like eleven o'clock in the morning. No, and... I'm up at I'm up at eight. Just because it's half term, summer holidays, whatever you want to call it, doesn't mean I'm off sleeping. I mean, it does. <laughs> or it should be. I'm up at eight. That's just stupid. Cheers. Um, we've got two weeks worth because we missed last week because I was busy driving back from down south. Chris's laptop's di- uh, been stolen and his computer's died. So thoughts go out yeah. to Chris, bless him. <laughs> um, and just these two couldn't be bothered. Yeah, I had better things. Yeah, um, I was working, yeah. Yeah, Jack was asleep and Matt was working. It was going to be just you two, and then Jack <laughs> tweeted us at like half ten at night, going, "Just woke up, <laughs> sorry." Yeah, I didn't get home from work until twenty past eleven. So yeah, it wasn't happening. Mm. Yeah, um, we have lots of things happening. So we had and. Um, Last week, the introduction of Evolution and all women's pay per view. Thoughts? Um, as long as they don't fuck it up, it'll be good. <laughs> no pressure. I mean, no pressure, but the way they're booking the women at the moment isn't exactly great. But I think it was about time I'm, that they got their own pay per view. I'm like 80% sure this is why. Sasha and Bailey, the feud has been so shit because they've known this is coming at some point and they've just dragged it out in the totally wrong way. They should have just waited until the announcement and then, like, you know, triggered the, yeah, the feud. Yeah, I don't. I think they should have called it something different. Because <laughs> you... when, I, when I hear evolution, all I hear is. <laughs> Triple H ran the Triple order. H's and Jesus. Motorhead just going <laughs> Evolution is a mystery <laughs> so and then then someone actually did tweet it out and it was just photoshopped with four people of the evolution on the women's bodies which was weird yeah like you say it, it was a bit of a bad name choice I'm, I'm agree with you there I'm excited, but we've got till October, so some of these feuds might have been um, nipped in the bud. Like the older women coming back, so I don't know how they're going to get around it. I assume there's going to be like a massive battle royale of some sort to determine a number one contender. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've confirmed that there's a, there's going to be 50 women on it, and they've yeah. only got what 25 on the main roster. So I also got the finals think... of the May Young on there, haven't you? And their next two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think NXT. as well. If you think about it this way, you've got maybe this is where they kick off the four horsewomen versus four horsewomen. Yeah. Um, 
if they think the other two um, that are still in development are ready for it, this would be the perfect place to do they it. Sh- you think they should be by October? To be fair, the fact that it's at October, do you think that they might interfere in a match and then the four horsewomen versus the four horsewomen will be the Survivor Series women's match? That might be. Could be. Could be. If you look it. at how quick Ronda Rousey's picked it up and Shayna Baszler, yeah. you'd, you'd expect them to probably do the same. Maybe not more promo work and stuff like that, but if they just go in, don't speak and just beat people up, yeah. I think it would work quite well. well. That's it. All they need to do is just, you know, join up with Baszler and Rousey. They don't have to, you know, do their own promos. They could basically take the um, the Billy Gunn part of DX, just stand there and say, like, four words every show. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> uh, we've also had um, three deaths in the last week. Um, I think all three happened on Sunday while we were at yes, it was. the NXT tapings because we all got tweets <clears throat> about it. Um, so Grandmaster Sexy, or whatever his real name is, Christopher something. Brian Christopher, that's it. Brian I got it right in the end. Yeah. Wrestling. No, no, you stuff before you do a podcast. <laughs> uh, I agree with you. But I agree. Uh, Volkov. And Brickhouse Brown. I didn't know who Brickhouse Brown was, so... The no, only I mean, one I knew was Grandmaster Sexy. Yeah, I think we're all around the same kind of generation where we only know Grandmaster Sexy. Yeah. Astrovera business. Too cool. Yeah, my favourite stable as a kid. Oh, definitely. I think they're everyone's, one. Doing the worm. Yeah. I remember trying to do the worm on concrete at the school. That was fun. <laughs> no, it's more just like boom, nose broken. Oh, stop there. Yeah. yeah, but I think Grandmaster Sexy was battling problems with prison. I think he'd been in prison before. He yeah. got out, and then this one was to do with. Drug related, I think, or driving under the influence or something yeah, related. So he's in for a DUI and hung himself whilst. Which, in. yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I didn't watch Raw or SmackDown live. So, did they mention him at all? They did a yeah. little uh, clip at the start, and that was it. I assume they gave more of a package to Volkov than. No, it's just the. The same, like in memory of Volkov and in memory of Brian Christopher, and then they start the show. Okay, because I have a feeling they could probably what they did to what's his face Benoit and just I ignore believe, the fact. I believe they did. They did like a video package for Volkov on YouTube, and I don't think they did one for Brian Christopher. No, mm. they always stray away from it, don't they? When it's self-inflicted or really bad. Yeah, but I mean, we've seen. he clearly had issues with depression. Um, oh, definitely. But I don't think, because he, he tried two or three times to come back to the WWE and never kind of, never made it. Well, they both came back during NXT arrival. I think they were in a tag team. They title. faced the Ascension, I think, didn't they? Yeah. When they were tag titles, him and Scotty. 
And then that was it. Didn't see them after that, I don't think. But, I think so. Uh, Unless they did um, like indie work and whatnot. Maybe, maybe. But again, like we say, Volkov, Brickhouse Brown, not really know much too too much about him because probably not our era, really. All I know about Volkov is he teamed with the Iron Sheik and everyone hated them but loved them at the same time. <laughs> well, they hated them because they were foreign. Yeah, when kayfabe was still around, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then and the then, other big thing... Oh, go on, sorry. Oh, and then he became an American sympathiser and became, like, the most over baby face in the whole company. <laughs> Wrestling! <laughs> Wrestling. Kayfabe. Kayfabe. Um, the other big thing that happened this week was, um, last weekend, the big NXT UK launch, the two tapings ready for the network, which night one we didn't see, but night two we did. Yes. Well, we say we. We say I we. I it was It was me, Jack, and Kev. Um, we will hope to get Kev on this at some point. He's a busy man. But um, <laughs> really enjoyed it. We got to see an array of talent. We got to see Pete Dunn, Danny Birch, um, some of the women. So Killer Kelly, uh, Isla Dorr. Out of Dawn, is it? Out of, Out of Dawn. Dawn yeah. uh, Dakota Kai, Tony Storm. Uh, we got to see Mustache Mountain. Zach Gibson did a promo. Didn't wrestle on the second night. Um, it's really, it's really weird. He did wrestle, didn't he? No, Zach Gibson didn't. He wrestled the first night. He, he didn't. definitely wrestled the second night. No, he didn't. He did a promo at the. Oh yeah, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, I, Can't I remember who against. But he, he did. Definitely. He did have a match. It was a. It was a quite a. De- yeah, yeah, he did. Stupid me. I just remember the promo because we were all booing him. Yeah, for I don't remember who he came up against at all. Um, we didn't get to see Noam Dar, unfortunately, or Travis Banks, um, because Travis Banks was injured. Uh, very good. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed very it a lot. Good. The seats were terrible. Absolute horrible venue for wrestling. We have got a vlog out, which we didn't really show much of the actual thing itself. But there are some pictures on there and on our Twitter where <laughs> I oh, you and started an mate, argument with Jordan Devlin. You mate, Jordan Devlin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, was, I was just telling Matt before, there's, um, I, I, I'm still perusing through just to see how much exposure as a podcast we've been getting from it um and i saw a new tweet has arrived um on the one that jordan retweeted and it said something like oh imagine if your life was empty get it trending folks and i thought that was quite amusing but <laughs> apparently people I, get far too salty for they do get they got way too salty there was a guy who actually did tweet us back and said oh look i started it in the front row told him it was a fake baller, and then he turned around and gave him a bit of banter back, which is fine. But because it was on Twitter, I think trolling's a bit different, isn't it? He knew he had the backing. He did his... know he had the backing, <laughs> yeah. But of his devoted fans. It wasn't It wasn't a dig at his ability. And, oh, no. And anything like that, it's just because I've always called him B-Tech Baller since the first ever NXT UK Championship tournament back in day. But it went down quite well, the chant. We'll see if it comes out on the network or not. 
<laughs> if it does, if it does, I might actually go mental. From the sounds of it, it might be one of the few chants that they could actually put on the network with the amount of swearing that sounded like there was going on. There was a lot of swearing. So, um, Tony effing Storm I came up a few times. I don't know because I watching NXT this week with Champa doing his promo. They did not mute the crowd once. Nope. And there was there was a bit of swearing going on in the crowd to that. I saw I heard a few bits for that. Hmm. It's it's an odd one because I think if you take out anything from the crowd for the UK, it takes out the UK element. Kind of thing. Yeah. The UK is the, the fans. Um yes, the talent is amazing and that's what we're there for, but the chance alongside it make it that much better if you cut if you've got a zach gibson promo where he's just stood in the middle of the ring getting so much abuse you know you're doing your job properly as a wrestler and as a heel because he's just getting booed for 20 minutes can't get a word in and then starts screaming over the top but yeah, yeah I, like i said on the on the vlog that we did um i think they'll get away with it purely because the only people that watch nxt are more the hardcore kind of based fans and not the family types, if you get on. No, yeah. no. And I think it'll be mainly British fans who will watch it, mm. to be quite honest. But as the, as the setup of the night went, it was, it's really interesting to see how NXT tapings go, uh, if this is what they do in, in America, because they literally just give you a dark match at the start, which was Killer Kelly for us. Um, and then what they did after that was they just... Right, now this is the first part. They get you all riled up as a crowd. You start doing the NXT and chants and whatever. You try and get yourself on the screen. And then after that, they bring out wrestling, 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 maybe a promo. Then it's right. They stop. Now we're on to the second hour and then they get you riled up again. It's really odd. It is really odd to see a wrestling show which just doesn't necessarily flow all the way through. It seemed like they did three first matches to open. Like, curtain jerkers to open the show and then the last three matches were definitely main event matches of shows so it's just weird how they planned the night out yeah and it's a very long night it's three hours and i think there was a bit where sid scarlet i genuinely didn't know who he was and he seemed quite popular with the crowd he did seem very popular so i was like who is this guy so i checked twitter when i got home and had a quick peruse through and i was like i've never heard of this guy um and the Welsh guy as well got quite a lot of a lot of love in as well, which was odd. But again, I wasn't really invested in it because I'd never heard of them. No, neither of us. But we're we kind of kind of leaving Matt out of this conversation because he knows nothing about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, check out the vlog. It's a it's just us talking really, and showing you what we what we could film, which was very little. Um, I wish I had tried to take some more videos of entrances, but I think if people who were taking photos were getting weird looks from what I've heard. Yeah. I think Rob, I think Rob, who um, is a probably a follower of Kevin and, and us guys, he um, he said that he was taking some photos and he was just getting dirty looks. So it's not worth the risk. Uh, to be honest, we were there to enjoy it. Yeah. So. Yeah. But moving on, let's talk, talk about, about Matt. Talk about Matt not getting involved. Rumour has it Matt Riddle has signed a three-year contract with Ooh. WWE. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. So apparently Matt doesn't know who Matt Riddle is. 
Matt doesn't know anyone. He, he doesn't hates, know any of the he indie hates darlings. Indie darlings. I, he does. I dig. I, I've like. I would. I take the Miz or Roman Reigns over any of your stupid indie darlings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get some heat back because Smooth was now the biggest heel. <laughs> yeah, but I backtrack and go. Sorry, Jordan. I love you really, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan, don't hate me. Come on a podcast, Jordan, please. I actually did tweet him to say, can you come on the podcast, please? Or is it too soon? No reply. So I, I, I think that bridge has been burned. <laughs> but yeah, Matt Riddle. Um, I know a little bit about him. I know he wrestles without any shoes on. Is he Voldemort's brother? No, Good. I like that. Topical references, because he's called Riddle. You see? Nice. You see, I know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I know he wrestles without any shoes or socks on. He does it barefoot and has long hair and likes a bit of the um, the gange. So what you're saying is he's a, he's a hippie. Yeah, and that's what sparked a lot of debate about whether he's going to be on the wagon or not, because he does like to do it in his spare time. So, and obviously WWE's wellness policy will intervene very quickly. Sorry. Well, if, if he goes part-time, then he doesn't need to adhere to the wellness policy a la Brock Lesnar. True, true. Um, I think there was somebody else who does that. I think it's Brian Kendrick. The Brian Kendrick, I believe, is also in that bracket. I mean, he might as well be an indie darling. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 205 is not a real show, is it? Ooh. Oh, Ooh. Jack will defend that <laughs> to the high heavens. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my heart is sunk right oh, should we get into Raw and Smackdown from the last well, well I'm going to say last week because I didn't really pay attention last week should we this not week? talk about the title change that's happened since the last time we were recording I guess we should is this the NXT title change the NXT title has changed the one that I already knew about because I looked at the spoilers that WWE oh, yeah. sent out. I, I did. Hey, Fabe. But as, yeah, I think we should talk about this. But like before the actual match um, itself, you know, you were talking about the crowd getting involved in NXT, and you're hearing the crowd from there. Mm. The promo for Champa just before we, like just before that match, they actually used that. You're the devil, Champ. They did, the yes. Yes, they did, and they used it. I, you're the devil, and I'm. You yeah. got the devil. He, on your he back, was like, I'm the devil. I'm coming. Yeah. You're oh. the devil, Champa. You're the devil, Champa. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> But I, I thought at that moment. I thought that was a they they bigged it up so well that it could have been on any takeover, and they put it on a genuine yeah. NXT. And if they didn't spoil it, would have been the best thing ever. Yeah. But because they put it on, and I hate WWE for doing this. Anyone. Sorry. Yeah, but people who were there would have spoiled it. But I'm just annoyed that WWE are now actively doing it. I don't know if they feel forced because other people are going to spoil it anyway. I'm surprised they haven't done that with the... Uh... To be fair, if there was a title change on Sunday during the Pete Dunne-Danny Birch match, I'd have probably... People have probably tweeted that out because I know a lot of people were tweeting stuff out and Gorilla Position were doing the same. So, I don't know. It's just an odd one. But great match. And the fact that Gargano gets involved and costs Alistair Black... It wasn't even the fact that the title... That was Alistair Black's first loss as well. 
Is it really? TV. Jesus. So wow. it's just a double whammy for him. Yeah. It was a, it was an incredible match, like a absolutely incredible match. It was very good. And Champa is just the best thing to happen to wrestling. Oh, his, twi- in... his Twitter is just on fire. <laughs> oh, I just love this. Thank you to Johnny and ha- hashtag DIY forever. <laughs> <laughs> just a, he's just a beast, isn't he? I love it. It was that picture he put up like half hour later of him and Trips with, with the, the head swap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just genius. That man is a genius. Keep him away from the main roster for now. Like, leave him on NXT because I don't want him ruined. I would have him keep the title until Mania. Yeah. <laughs> so, I've seen one from four days ago. Just to clarify for all you ignorant podcasters, journalists and fans out there trying to hop on the bandwagon, proper pronunciation, Champa is Champ-er. <laughs> and, then it's a, and then it's like a gif of him just doing this. <laughs> and then... Um, there's another one where it's like a lot of people have been asking, so here it is. I have a very, very sophisticated five-star grading system in place that I have been developing for years. Tommaso Ciampa versus Alistair Back receives eight stars. <laughs> <laughs> Meltzer can't be happy with that. <laughs> uh, um, it's just, he's it's, it's just winning at, at Twitter. He's winning at everything. And I think there's a one bit where um, I think even Alistair Black got involved and... He was about to kick him and went, tweet this, and then kicked yeah. him in the face. Yeah, you did. I was like, oh, this, this <laughs> is the gift that keeps giving. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, excellent, excellent stuff. Yeah, and I think that's my highlight of the last two weeks, definitely. Oh, much. I've got another highlight, and I'm, I really hate the fact that I'm going to say this, but it leads us nicely into the next part of what we're going to talk about, and that's Raw. And I'm not I'm not going from last week, because last week I don't really remember, but Monday, this Monday night is gone. Brock Lesnar, he's, he's just, he's brilliant. Whoa! Get out. I can't believe I'm saying, I can't believe I'm saying it though, but I literally sat, he turns up to work, he's reading a magazine, he doesn't want to go out there. I thought they are building the fact that he doesn't really care about the WWE so well that he's sat there reading a magazine and then nearly turns and wants to beat the crap out of Paul Heyman. When he, when he just turned around, like, I'm not watching the show. Why would I even watch the show? Exactly. I, I relate it's to you. Why, why am I watching the show? It's just amazing that he's embraced this idea that people hate the fact that he's champion, that he's never there, and he's just run with it. I think that's what I, it's not the fact that I still, I don't like, I do, I still don't like the fact he's champion, but I liked what he did to kind of say, look, this is a massive, massive F you to the fans. I'm going to be here. I'm going to sit and read some weird magazines. Farming <laughs> magazines. <laughs> yeah. I think this is the first time I've ever seen Brock Lesnar actually try and get someone else over. Like, I think he's actively working with the WWE to plan for when he's not there. And I don't think I've ever seen Lesnar do that ever no, before. And I, a lot of people, I don't know, I think I've mentioned this the last weeks time I, and the weeks last ago. I remember him trying to get over. You could probably put Goldberg in there. But the last time I can remember, it's probably Angle. 
Mm-hmm. They did like the Iron Man match on SmackDown and whatnot. Is that when he nearly broke break. his neck? Yeah, the... Oh, with the shooting star prep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he can't do that now. Probably doesn't want to try. No. I don't think he's tried since. In I've fact, really didn't agreed. WWE ban it? Ban yeah, the shooting star press after yeah. that. And nobody did it until like a couple of years ago. I've always I've always had this feeling though, be in the behind the scenes that Lesnar is one of these people who a lot of the roster don't like. But I've kind of read things and heard things where actually they do and they like working with him. So it's kind of one of those where I can probably see He's just a clever businessman, isn't he? He knows the business and just works well. And I think if he, if anybody's going to try and get Roman over, it is Lesnar at this moment in time. And and that was that was evident because at the end, they he they were chanting, "We want Roman, not Strowman," due to popular belief. I feel like all the Roman haters they were like, "No, it's definitely not. We want Roman. It's not. It's not." <laughs> But it was though, and it was brilliant. Like, oh yeah, like like you say, the way they the way they booked that segment. Forget the rest of all that was fucking awful. But the way they booked the start and end of that show, and the couple of promos that Heyman was trying to get Lesnar to go to the ring, and the way that was booked was incredible. Mm. It's and the first time fif- that that was fifteen minutes of the show, though, wasn't it? Pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> everything else was on Raw was garbage, absolute trash. Sasha Banks and. Bailey are friends again. They're going to wrestle it together again. Nothing oh, ever they've went got, wrong. They've got the matching outfits. And yeah, yeah. Matching and they've also got a new finisher that they do together, which they're actively trying to find a name for on Twitter by asking the fans. Fucking not bad finisher. Call it. Someone, <laughs> someone replied to the tweet saying, bad booking. <laughs> 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 That's the name of the move. I was like, yeah, good. Well done. The bank statement into the Bailey to Belly. Yeah. People are like, Probably let's call it, the, let's call it the, hug, the hug statement. Let's call it, and I'm like, let's call it fuck off. <laughs> Brilliant. I believe Sasha and Bailey have done the fuck off. <laughs> and it's a fuck off to win the match. Uh, but are we, just, are we just having to forget that they. We're about to fight the crap out of each other. Are we forgetting the baby called Sasha? Bailey said to Sasha, "You ain't shit." And they, uh, three weeks ago, whatever it was, oh. and now they're friends. Right? They must do. Do you know, like they do on NXT, where I think I saw a tweet where it showed you who's booking or who's part of each of the matches and the storylines. Yeah. Do you think whoever is doing this storyline is like you? And just doesn't have a clue how to like work a, the company. A, yeah. Like no, I think it's it's probably somebody like Finley. Probably. <laughs> Road Dog. Or Road Dog, yeah. Because <laughs> Road Dog loves crap like that, doesn't he? I've seen him. He looks like, really ex- he always he, looks really excited and he's like <laughs> he's, he's somehow managed to get SmackDown back into greatness every week. So Yeah, no. but is 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 that Road Dog or is that somebody else? <laughs> It's probably somebody else, but he's still on SmackDown, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah. Take yeah. Off the uh, yeah. But yeah, as we say, Raw after the Lesnar stuff was garbage. Um, apparently, didn't I didn't watch that um, Bailey and and Sasha because I saw that they were facing the Riot Squad for the four millionth time. 
they even have they even had Ruby Riot in the um the screen, you do you know, where you see the pictures of each other. They yeah. had Ruby Riot on there, but then she didn't come out, so she's obviously still injured. So why the hell would you put her in the picture? <laughs> it's just the fact that just... every week they put the riot riot in massive letters and then she doesn't appear. <laughs> And it's just Liv, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan just going, oh, I learned today, uh, Liv Morgan was born a day before me. I she couldn't even a... tell you which one Liv Morgan was. Is she the blonde <laughs> the one blonde or the dark one. hair? She's the one blonde. with the, the blue tongue. Oh, she, she's the Smurf, the Smurf she's, lady. She's, yeah, she Smurf. was born a day before me. And she's a WWE wrestler. Pointless trivia, everybody. <laughs> That'll be on Pointless. We'll do a quiz one week and that'll be a question. I think we should start a quiz. That'd be great. Just do it in the weeks where we don't have like predictions and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those we shows are already like two hours raw, long. If Raw gets any worse, I think we'll just have to stop watching it. Well, the, we'll do a quiz that, in between. The fact that we can only just about remember what happened, what, three, four days ago on this week's Raw? I have no idea what happened on the Raw before when I watched the whole fucking thing. I did open an internet um, tab just to look at the results because I couldn't remember half the stuff that happened. Um, Fal- Finn Balor and Constable Corbin had a fight again. Oh, they, they, it's just Raw is lazy booking. It is yeah. extremely lazy boring, booking lazy, at the moment. 50, 50, 50. Boring, lazy booking. Natalia versus Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox dominated Ronda Rousey. What's this all about? Hold yeah. I'm yeah. This. That match wasn't uh, um, even on the network, uh, on, the, on the YouTube highlights. Wasn't it? When I looked at what? it. No. When I looked at it on Monday, Monday afternoon, bearing in mind, Raw's been out for a good 12 hours, it wasn't on. Do you mean Tuesday afternoon? Yeah. Sick of it. Sick of it. But yeah, um, like, do you know I mentioned the other week how no one sells Ronda's finish, or Mickey James never sold Ronda's finisher? Yeah. yeah. Alicia Fox didn't either, and then she stood up and started <laughs> swinging Ronda shit. into the barricades and shit like that. <laughs> Alicia bloody Fox. <laughs> wrestled in like two well like, since the Rumble, and now she's dominating Ronda Rousey. What's going Have on? a word. Have a word. And why wasn't she dressed as Kyrie Sane again? Where's that outfit gone? What, she was dressed as a pirate? That was for SummerSlam, wasn't she? She dressed as a pirate for SummerSlam. Not uh, Survivor Series, same thing. When she was captain of a team. Why was she captain? (laughs) Why is she still employed? That's the question. (laughs) Because they've been been employed for like 10 years. She looks like Bambi on ice. Every time she gets her legs, she, she looks long she long. looks green, and she's been in the company nearly ten years. She's a divas champion, like they were saying, how much of a veteran she was against bloody Natalia. <laughs> like, <I'm... laughs> Natalia is more of a veteran than her. Yes, um, Elias attacked Bobby Lashley, which didn't look natural on the YouTube highlights because I think Lashley screwed up a song. He did. He, they were singing "Rock and Robin." Um, yeah. He didn't know any no of the words. words. <laughs> Um, so on the YouTube highlight, what happens is it goes to him going, does everybody want to see Lashley sing a song with me? And then the crowd goes, yeah. And then you just see him go, <laughs> beating him up. And I was like, this doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah, no, they sung for a good, what, Lashley 30 sung seconds. for a good, yeah, 30 seconds or so. And he did you like basically. maybe five words of the Rocking Robin? He knew the words Rocking Robin and Tweet, Tweet, Tweet. 
<laughs> and then, yeah, Elias bashed him over the back of the head with a guitar. Was that last week or this week? This was this, this week. week. And then looks like we're getting this in SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah. Put it on the pre-show. <laughs> no, you know the tag matches will be on the pre-show. The tag titles. No, Why? The, the cruiserweights are on SummerSlam, so they'll no doubt be on the pre-show. Which is not where they're supposed to be. No. It should be main um, event, isn't it? Jinder Mahal once again through uh, one of the one of the Singh brothers to get killed again. It's just why no, would you be friends? Was, wasn't it Kevin Owens that threw the Singh? Yeah, it was. Kevin Owens <laughs> had the briefcase and threw the briefcase to the like, Singh brother. I like how he went up to Corbin and went, "Strowman's going to cash it in. Do something about it." Corbin was like, "No." <laughs> Though Kevin Owens tried to rob it, like that's what everyone would have done. Great, but, but again, yeah. it's just this idea of I think we're going to get Kevin Owens again against Strowman. Yeah, we are. They've announced it, and I'm really not looking forward to whoever, it. Whoever wins, well, if Strowman oh, yeah. loses, no matter what, Kevin Owens he loses. Wins yeah, he loses. So even the if it's count out or, uh, yeah, DQ, which is, which is why Strowman got counted out this week. So he'll get DQ'd next week. Yeah, and then the week after is is there another week after that? I think so. over the next three, over the next two or three weeks, he's gonna <laughs> go through every way you can lose, and just. Ugh. Um. Apparently, Apollo Cruz and Akam had a match. Yeah, because the offers pain a fuck all nowadays. So. <laughs> they've been Great. buried. This like they've been on the main roster what two months, and had two matches. Lost yeah, both, probably. No, no, no they, they've won. They've won them they, both. They've beaten Titus worldwide two or three times. That's not really an accomplishment. Really. <laughs> not really. Um, uh, yeah, and then uh, didn't Apollo Crews win by roll up after a minute and a half? <laughs> Great monster heel tag team. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre had a match where Seth Rollins, uh, Seth Rollins got beat down by Dolph Ziggler because, you know, match, shenanigans. It was a decent match. And yeah, it looked what, it. But it was always going to happen that Dolph was going to interrupt. But why is Ziggler and Rollins still... Why is Rollins in a, an IC title? He lost his rematch. He threw away a 3-0 lead in an Ironman match. And now he's getting another go. Because he pins Dolph last week or something, and then apparently <laughs> that deserves another title shot. Something stupid. Again, just they're running out of storylines at the moment of who to wrestle who. And Maybe therefore... like swap a couple of wrestlers in two different feuds with each other, and then you've got two totally separate new feuds. Try that. It's called Look at NXT, where they layer feuds on top of each other and put matches together. Because if you yeah. look at this week's NXT, spoiler alert. I've read the results. They had EC3, who was supposedly in this Kona Reeves feud, but then had Volvatine Dream on top of it because of NXT UK tapings from a month ago. All right, come on, Raw. Watch what happens. <laughs> this is how you book. Damn it. No, the only time they have somebody in more than one feud is when Roman Reigns is in four on the same show. Legend. What absolute hero. <laughs> uh, Deleters of Worlds got beat by the Revival I don't know if it was a number one contenders match was No it? it wasn't But I, I, The Revival have been, <laughs> had the same treatment as Authors of Pain and just... They're starting to come like the other side of it now aren't they 
I genuinely think the Revival will take it off the B team. Well, they, I mean, they, they beat like Roman Reigns twice, didn't they? So, yep. I would like them to. I assume they're going to face the B team at SummerSlam, and I would like them to win, but nothing's been decided. No, not yet. Not yet. Um, we've talked about that. Um, yeah, so that was Raw. <laughs> cool. So exciting. It Whoop. is. Glad it that's is. Over and done <laughs> um, SmackDown, however, was better. It can't be much worse. <laughs> no, not really. Although, all SmackDown have to do is put Samoa Joe on a microphone for two hours and it will be better than Raw. Well, they put him on a microphone, not for two hours, though. Yeah. Um, he did his promo for AJ Styles, where he pretty much just said, look, I'm going to murder Yeah, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Um, family's going to be happy about it. Yeah, because apparently he doesn't spend enough time with his family, therefore he's no longer a family man, because he'd rather be a champion. Yeah. Um. Apparently, it was a very short promo. Obviously, watching yeah, the YouTube highlights, I don't know how long. A couple of minutes, maybe. Yeah, it was good, though. It was good. Anything that Samoa Joe does, he's... He's just got that intensity good. about him, hasn't he? Although, I did hear somebody in the crowd go, please retire! <laughs> While he was doing a promo, yeah. I was like... No. No, he needs to be Where? a champion first. There's no other heels on the main roster. Not on SmackDown, there isn't. Apart from Randy Orton, he's flaky oh, though. Shinsuke, and, and Matt's mate, and the Miz. <laughs> Don't get me started. Uh, the, yeah, the Miz is too busy. Um, Mister and Misering, isn't he? I'd really want to watch that. <laughs> Just is it on the network? No, it's on USA yeah. Network oh, or USA, true. whatever. It's on after SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um. Becky did a promo, didn't she? Well, yeah. interview stick thing, um, which was interrupted by Carmella, who then started doing a promo about how she was going to cry because I was only ever going to be it a manager. Really good. I did. I, did, I actually did like really it. Really good. Yes. It was one of the best promos she's done, if not. Her and then she got Ellsworth's music to come on, and then hit Becky Lynch in the back of the head with a title. It's just it's excellent. Becky, work. Becky Lynch is a standard baby face where she has to. Runs to the ropes really angrily when someone's music hits. Wrestling! <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did. And, and then, then the amazing thing is how Charlotte can run down the ramp with heels on and not fall over like Titus O'Neil. <laughs> Sorry, I, what? I can't take credit for that joke. I stole it off Twitter. You <laughs> big thief. But yeah. I thought I, I did genuinely thought that was a, a I good. I didn't she's wearing heels. I didn't until I saw um, the tweet. But yeah, great. I enjoyed it, and then that moved into a, the main event, didn't it? Where well, it started at the beginning of the night, and then went into the main yeah. event where Carmella versus SmackDown match. For they've ruined the SmackDown women's title match because I don't want Charlotte to have the title back. I don't think she will. I don't think she will though. They will. They love Charlotte so much that she cannot not win a match. The only way she'll win is if Becky turns heel, and then they face the Evolution, and then out, he wins the belt. Out of, out of the two, though, I'd rather have Charlotte as a heel because Charlotte's probably better I mean, at a heel. Yeah, 
but it makes sense for Becky to turn heel. She has more reason to. Yeah, but my you know. my my thinking is Becky Lynch wins it, and then it goes into a feud. Oh yeah, I want Becky to win. Like, no doubt. I think everyone does. Mm-hmm. She's the ultimate babyface. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we had the tag team number one contenders tournament, Usos versus Sheamus and Cesaro. And I noticed that the New Day had their own announcer table, which was orange, had pancakes on it, and they cut away only briefly in the highlights to show them going crazy when there was a kick out, which I thought was pretty funny. But yeah, lunch and pancakes into the crowd every time there was a kick out. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> It's just the new day can never turn heel ever again. No, disagree. Turn, make them do something different. I'm bored of this now. I've said it already, but uh, yeah. Uh, so it was the bar versus the Usos. The bar defeated the Usos by pinfall. Great match. Um, it's the first time we've seen Sheamus and Cesaro for a while, isn't it? They were on the ramp last week. They 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 got themselves into this last week by coming out and doing a like ten second promo where they said we're better than you or something along those lines. Um, I genuinely think they'll be in the final. Uh, they'll win the final. The bar. I hope so because we've seen New Day Brothers and Brothers. And to be quite honest, when they were on Raw, they said we need a bigger challenge, and I think the Bludgeon Brothers is that challenge because the Bludgeon Brothers. Haven't lost, no. have they? Just no, nope. just in singles matches because mm-hmm. that's what happens when you're tag team champion. Yeah, wrestling. <laughs> um, then Randy Orton came out during a mat. Was it? I think Jeff Hardy was having a mat, uh, having a promo, and then called out Randy Orton. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then After. he started to come out, but then Shinsuke attacked him from behind because it's Shinsuke. Shinsuke. He didn't low blow him, though. No, he kicked him in the back of the head, didn't he? Yeah. Um, um, why is Shinsuke there? Like, no one gives a... Because he's champion. No one cares about Shinsuke. No, like, in this feud, no one gives a crap. Or, last week, Orton, what he did to Jeff Hardy, with the put his finger in that, like, ear... Where his structure is. Yeah. Looked fucking brutal. And then uh, Hardy calls out Orton, who are the only two people that you care about in this feud anyway, because no one cares about Shinsuke. And, like, something was... I just... No one cares about Nakamura. Just get rid of him. Send him back to New Japan, where he can actually wrestle properly and do some good matches. (laughs) I feel like this is deja vu. I just... Every week. It's every week. Matt throws shades at Shinsuke. (laughs) I don't do it every like there was like three weeks where I said he was all right, but again yeah, that in this short lived. Yeah, it was. It was because they because he's boring and useless. Mm. I genuinely think it's just going to be another triple threat match at SummerSlam between these three for the title. I think it will be. I think it will be. Um, I can say now it will be really dull. <laughs> It will include Shinsuke being Shinsuke and it will have Randy Orton win the title because... He's on a major heel run now, isn't he? So they've got to do something. 
Yeah. But he, he did this thing where he sense, so. tried to wipe his face because apparently that means he's erasing the enigma. I think it would have been better if he said delete the enigma, but... Oh, he's missed it. Mr. Ch- <laughs> Mr. Camp there. He has missed a trick there, yeah, you're right. Um, this seems more personal than anything else. Well, yeah, the, that the, we've seen for a the, while. The promo from Randy Orton was last week was basically the reason I tried to rip um, Jeff's ear off was because I'm going to go after everybody that the crowd loves, starting with Jeff Hardy, and I'm going to move on and go around, and he's going to be a like reverse legend killer almost, in that instead of he's going to be the legend killing all the people that everybody likes, which I hope means after he wins at SummerSlam, he'll then kill Nakamura as well, because the crowd, the crowd are over for him, like, not even because I don't like Nakamura, like, story-wise, after he's done with Jeff Hardy and put him on the sidelines, the next person, he's already half in a feud with Nakamura anyway, keep him there, have him win the title, then you've got a reason for him to fight Nakamura on top of Nakamura being over with the crowd wins that as well and then goes on to somebody like AJ Styles maybe possibly maybe maybe Uh, Lana had a match against Zelina Vega and each week Lana (laughs) keeps to lose her accent she's getting the Kofi treatment we just need Triple H to come out and say hang on aren't you supposed to be Russian (laughs) again I stole that from Twitter but, but, I mean, uh, it was it was quite a sloppy match, which was understandable. The thing is, Zelina Vega's only ever had one other match in WWE, and that was on NXT when she faced Candice LeRae. And that was literally yeah. the weeks before she, well, they got called faced, up. She's done in other promotions, hasn't she? She's wrestled quite a lot. But for the past two years, she's been in WWE. Yeah. Wrestled two free matches, including the one she just had. But again, this is this, oh, there's an evolution pay-per-view. We need to get as many women as possible to wrestle. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure Maurice will make a comeback at some point. Is she ready for that? How old? Yeah, yeah, the kid was like WrestleMania time, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 May, just after, maybe? Just before? Like just days after. after, I think. Yeah. Talking of Maurice, the Miz is... It's, it, they they just they've pulled the trigger on it, haven't they? For rest, uh, for SummerSlam, they well, no, because the, the Miz said no, didn't he? Daniel Bryan said, "Fight me at SummerSlam," Whatever. and the Miz went, "No." Yeah, it'll happen. I'd, if the if um, Bryan has signed a contract after September, because his contract's up in September, apparently, um, if Bryan has like re-signed, the best thing they can do is have the Miz just constantly evade and do it as long as possible and I hope yeah but I'd, I'd like to see it for a title as well I would and I'd like to see it for the biggest title on Smackdown to be quite honest the WWE title I really would and I think Miz should win the WWE title he's never going to do it again which is a shame because he works so hard and his heel work is incredible he elevated the, the Intercontinental title when he had that any title ha- he has, he will just say, look, this. I'm going to treat this as the main title. Um, I thought last week was a bit weird, where he did the old, I've got, 
Monroe Sky and then threw a fake baby at Daniel Bryan. I, was I just thought it was out. hilarious. It was brilliant. It was exactly what you would imagine that Daniel Bryan would do. Uh, sorry, that uh, the Miz would do. Yeah, he, would, he I just literally would throw his own child at somebody to get away from them. It's perfect for the character. I thought it was genius. Mm-hmm. But this, yeah, the Daniel Bryan is literally saying, "Look, you're. A, you need to come out. You need to." Fight me, fight me now. And obviously, the Miz is just going to run away. I have a feeling it could happen at SummerSlam, but again, like you say, he's evaded it. He called, he called Daniel Bryan, go away, take, don't extend your contract, go back to those indie halls, those, those, what is it? Um, go and wrestle in, uh, wrestle in front of 20 people in those high school gym halls. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was it. Um, which I thought was great. But yeah. I like the Miz. I always have. I wouldn't mind if they had like a double count out at SummerSlam. One of them costs the other one at the Rumble, and then they have like some massive no holds barred match at Mania. You're never getting Daniel Bryan in a no holds barred match. I reckon they would. It would be money. Money. It would, money. It would be money. Money. But... But they've just had like five billion pounds across two TV deals. Exactly, more money. They don't care. About money. Gotta get those ducats, damn it! They've had the money. That's why the quality of Raw has gone down because they don't give a shit anymore because they've got be a... guaranteed money for three years or whatever it is, five years. It will be a bargaining tool for Daniel Bryan signing his contract as well because they can say, "We're going to trust you in this no holds no holds barred match." Or you have to do is sign the contract, Daniel. Come on, sign it. And Daniel Bryan's going to be, okay, they trust me enough to do this. Let's go, wow, sign it. The best thing they could do is have Bryan versus The Miz at SummerSlam and make Bryan lose. Because there's no way he's going to leave after losing to The Miz. So you guarantee that he's going to sign so that he gets back and wins the next two matches. So that, you know, because it's going to be, a if they if they pull the trigger on it, there's going to be three matches. We know that. Because that's how the WWE works. Yeah. Um, did you watch 205 Live, Jack? I did not manage to catch it, no. I haven't, so we'll skip that one. Wrestling. Wrestling. I know last week Drew Gulak won the Fatal 4-Way, which I watched. That was a very good Fatal 4-Way. To become number one contender for Cedric's title. Um, and they're going to have that match at SummerSlam. I got really confused then. I thought you said Drew Galloway, and I was like, why is he on 205? <laughs> His name is Drew McIntyre. Yeah, but that's why I was just really confused. This is why you need to start watching other bits of wrestling. I do. You're right. I don't have the time. I, I don't. I genuinely don't. I've not, I, I say that, I've had two of six weeks off so far. But I haven't. I watched last week's NXT, and I haven't watched any two hundred five live. So no, that's I didn't it. Watch, didn't manage to catch this week's two hundred five, unfortunately. Have you watched this week's NXT? I did. Not going to miss that. Um, I can't remember yeah. what. I I haven't, but I've got the results in front of me, which I've just read. And Heavy Machinery have defeated the Mighty, and I had to double check who the Mighty was, TM61. and then realised it's TM Six One with a new name. Yeah, they've had the name for a couple of weeks. I don't know why they changed it. What's the point? No one, no one knows. But yeah, um, Street, Street Profits came out to dance with the crowd 
the mine got distracted and heavy machinery won. Oh, brilliant. Um, the Mustache Mountain and Jobbers. Jobbers! Jobbers! Mike Knox and... Brandon Taylor. Brandon Taylor. Says here. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I didn't know who they were. So apparently, Mustache Mountain won and issued a challenge for the titles at TakeOver Brooklyn. It's going to happen, whether they win it or not, because of the UK stuff. We don't know. They um, they did a promo later on where they got interrupted by the War Raiders as well. The War Raiders saying, no matter who wins, we're coming to the titles. That's fun. Good. I think the next pay-per-view is War Games, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. So I can definitely see War Raiders and Ricochet versus British Strong Style versus Undisputed Era. But Ricochet is already in a match with Adam Cole at the War, War Raiders Games. Survivor Series weekend. Right, okay. Am I missing so one? Not, not this pay-per-view coming up, the next one. Gonna the next one's TakeOver Brooklyn. Oh, is yeah. it? Right, sorry. That. Part four. Is so it's Takeover Brooklyn, yeah. then War Games. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. So in that case, yeah, they, they'll have to do... Because last War Games, wasn't it like this stupid tag team match where two of the tag team were in a pod and it started out as a triple threat with three people and then they opened random pods and yeah. nobody could win the match until the third pod was open, rendering yep. the rest, the early part of the match pointless. Yep. Wrestling! <laughs> I just like it because of the double ring. In the big cage. That was the um, first NXT show I ever watched, and I got really confused. <laughs> well, it's, it used to be a WCW thing, didn't it? It was. Um, yeah. it, was it was quite a classic Ric Flair, uh, Dusty Rhodes. But didn't it have a cage around it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's always had a cage around it. I think the ones in WCW, though, had a ca like, cage around each ring. No, they had just the one big cage, but they also had a roof, whereas I don't think the NXT one did. No, it didn't. It was just a normal cage. Yeah, they also had a roof on the WCW ones. And I know, like, other like other WCW things, they've had, like, cages on top of cages, and it looks like a jungle gym. Which would be insane. I'd love to watch something like that. But no, I, I really enjoyed the last war game, so if they're going to do another one, I can't wait. I reckon that's what it's going to be. It just really confuses me, though, when they have normal singles matches and they've got two rings, but they can only stay in one ring. It's like, just use both, please. <laughs> Run over. <laughs> uh, well, they kept using the bit between the two rings, didn't they? Because they yeah. were saying, oh, it's, it's more solid than the rest of the ring. You know, like the, the edge of the ring is the hardest part of the ring. <laughs> yeah, but it is. Yeah. Did you not know that? I didn't. Maybe I, should power, maybe should I should maybe should I should power bomb you on the edge of a ring and see if you like it. Right. Well, no. You'd have to the way to test like for me to test whether it's the hardest part of the ring or not. You need to power bomb me in the rest of the ring and then power bomb me on the edge. Okay, ring. we'll do that then. If anybody knows any good ring hire, <laughs> let us know <laughs> in the comments. EC three and Kona Reeves. Kona Reeves can can fall off a cliff. I wouldn't care. I, I'm I, not. I'm I, not saying that's. Agree. I'm not. I'm not saying that horribly. I just. I don't like. Like he was in. He was in NXT before, and didn't really have this any gimmick. And now he looks like a cross between Ric Flair and The Rock. And 
<laughs> his face is punchable. <laughs> really he comes out with this really weird coat and this. Oh yeah, he's just yeah. He just he's just a creep. Some weird EC nonce smile, like just <laughs> horrible. When EC three bumped into him the week before, I was like, "Who the hell is that guy?" I thought it was like somebody from the crowd as opposed to a wrestler. He doesn't look like a wrestler. Well, he went he went away for ages, and I think what he I think he was so green that. NXT, the guys at NXT just went right. We're pulling you. We need you to give a. We need you a new gimmick because this isn't working. And then he came up with this absolute shit show. <laughs> <sighs> you can leave that one in. Yeah. Got to give oh, the people God. what they want. Got to keep give the people what they want. <laughs> but no, literally, I called him a mix between Ric Flair and The Rock. Someone on here has put The Rock and John Morrison's love child. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Apparently he got booed a lot. Yeah, well, EC3's over, isn't it? So. Yeah, yeah, EC3 was in a match and the Velveteen Dream had appeared on the ramp and did a promo during the match. Is that right? Yes. That's that man. That man yeah. is just an incredible specimen. I've seen the full promo that you know the, you showed me bits of from the the, the last. Oh, time the video, the video package, the video package. Experience, <laughs> dream, atmosphere. <laughs> it was just genius. It's brilliant. He's just. I've gone from being really irritated by him. I just love to him. not caring about him to thinking he's the one of the best things on NXT. Well, John Cena's and, come out and said he's the next best thing um, or next big thing. And I've kind of said to myself, I hope they don't ruin him. I, I don't know whether he works as that character on the main roster. I think there's a lot of issues around the character when he goes to the main roster with mainstream America. Yeah. And I don't want to say like, in fact, I'll just stop. Just yeah, with mainstream American viewership. Well, how back then, <laughs> after last week, or whatever it was. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. He's if you look at any gimmick that is similar to that. So if you look back to Adam Rose, now no way is he. Yeah, it doesn't work. But I think the Velveteen Dream is different. He is. He's but Hogan slash. My big worry is they'll just go. Oh look, he's a little bit like Gold Dust was in the late nineties. They probably will. Yeah. <laughs> and then. And look where Gold has gone. <laughs> mid card. Lower mid card. Hey, forever. The Undertaker. Not many people can say that. Hmm. I mean, yeah, but he's in the same category as the great Carly, if you put him like that. So that puts that in context. <laughs> uh, but EC3 still won, talking of that yeah. uh, distraction. Um, with his one, with the 1%. It's a great, it's a great gimmick. I'm in the top 1%. If I had that gimmick, I'm in the top 100%. <laughs> I'm 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 lower I'm I'm in the we lower nineties to hundred percent. You are. We all saw you take chops. You can't you're not even in the top one hundred percent. 
<laughs> I genuinely thought I was going to die. <laughs> this one was pathetic as well. Yeah, it was. It was, but it still hit me under the boob. So what are you going to do? It hit me where it hurt. It hit me more on bone than anything. Like chest bone. Um, for, if you don't know what we're talking about, watch the vlog. I get chopped in front of the Cambridge Chop House and got weird looks from passers-by. It was hilarious. It was the best day of my life. <laughs> it's the woman across the road that looked, this, on the first slap. Just, you, you just see a head shoot round. Like, <laughs> instantly, she's like, what the fuck's going on? Hello! Wrestling is what's going on. Um, uh, yes, indeed. Um, Candice LeRae and Shayna Baszler was the last match. Uh, not last ma- Well, the last match before the final promo. Didn't, I didn't watch it. They made Candice look really strong with Shayna still winning. Didn't was carry that for the title? Say that again. Was it for the title? I don't think it was. They never mentioned it. It says on here it wasn't. I think it was just a non-title match ahead of her championship defence against Kairi Sane, which apparently she got involved, did she? Um, Shayna attacked Candice afterwards. Uh, Kairi tried to make the save. Shayna ran off. Kairi checked Candice and then Shayna kicked Kairi in the back of the head and ran away. Splendid. Shayna Baszler being the baddest woman in NXT. Because you can't say the planet because that's Ronda. So. Uh, and then Tommaso Ciampa addressed the NXT universe. And apparently he taunted an elderly woman. She's she's really... She's, like, she's got like thousands of followers on Twitter. I think they call her the grandma of NXT or something like that. She loves it. I think she, she loves there, the like, graps. Every taping. Loves the graps. <laughs> Fucking loves it. I bet she was if watching. If I was Tomasa Champa, I would love my life right now. He is Just ridiculously over. Every person in the wrestling industry eating out in the palm of your hand. <laughs> and they still boo him. Even though we appreciate his great work, we still want we still hate him. It's like a proper pantomime villain, it's awesome. So apparently he said, This is my NXT now. He called it the A Show now that he's champion. Obviously, Gargano didn't like that. Brushed past Alistair Black, who was already on the ramp, I assume. Alistair Black's music hit. Uh, he started walking down, and then Gargano, out of nowhere, just sprinted past him. He loves a good sprint, that man, doesn't he? Someone said on Twitter, <laughs> and someone said on Twitter, um, people say Gargano can't do a promo. Well, this week's NXT just showed that he can. He said, if, he said, if it wasn't for you you wouldn't be NXT champion about 10 times. And I don't understand how that could be a good promo. I'd need to see it, but... Yeah. Was he like... Because uh, I saw a tweet, I think, where it said something like... Um, I can't remember. Let me just quickly find it. Johnny Gargano. There we go. Because he put something on... Twitter, which says, my relationship with the NXT audience is one that is built on honesty and authenticity. They're 100% right for calling me out. I did deserve that. Yeah, It's my fault, like, and I owed Alistair that the one. Whole crowd, and there won't be a second time. The whole crowd. Alistair Black hit him with the black mats, and the whole crowd just chanted, you deserve it to him. Really? Yeah. <laughs> which he does. Being a dick. 
But yeah, it's it's one of those one of those where I don't know. I I think we need to see it to actually understand it. Yeah, we need to be there, man. Yeah. Um, the only other thing that I've got of note of this week was the first ever ITV part of World of Re- World of Sport Wrestling. World of Sport. Which yeah. I thought I hated it and loved it at the same time. It was all right. <laughs> huh? It was all right. Nothing. Um... Why? Here's why. <laughs> He's injured now. Bless him. Yeah. Um, was he on it? No. No, he got injured doing a def- defiant show. Yeah. Defi- right. Name redacted show. Name redacted. Um. The world of sport stuff is, I think the tapings were done during an England game, which didn't help the yeah, fact yeah, that the yeah. crowd was, I think apparently it was, uh, Kev was saying this on Sunday, that apparently the, 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 it was free to get in to watch. Um, and it was mainly families, which is what you'd expect from this kind of show, because it is on at 5pm in the afternoon. Um uh, but the crowd were just meh. I know. I think we're just so used to British crowds in indie wrestling where they're crazy. When it comes to family friendly, we're a bit meh. You're a bit naff. Um, yeah. But Grado was the champion from when they did the one-off special two years ago. I think it was. It was a New, year ago. New Year's Day, wasn't it? Yeah, two years ago, three years ago. Um. And Stu Bennett is pretty much like the general manager of the promotion by the looks of it. Or he executive. doesn't know what any of the moves are called. But. Oh, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> but Grado came, Grado came out and interrupted him and said, look, this is, I want to be a champion. I want to do this. And then uh, Stu made this five man, which the rules were stupid, right? So... <laughs> Well, during the match, they said, this is like any normal wrestling match. You can be counted out, you can be pinned, submitted, and you can be disqualified in a five-man fatal tie. If one man is counted out, who wins? Oh, they get eliminated. It was elimination. It was eliminated, right. So it's not like a normal wrestling match. Hang on. If we use the power of normal wrestling... um, any multi-man match is automatically a non-DQ and a no-count-out match. Yeah. yeah, and also not elimination. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, okay, um, but that included Rampage Brown, some guy wearing braces whose name I don't remember. <clears throat> some guy off Love Island. Brace man. Some, yeah, some guy off Love Island, which I genuinely, when I was watching, watching it, I went... Is he actually out of Love Island? Or they just said that he's from Love Island. Found out he's actually from Love Island. This season, season. I now hate him even more. Was he on like a recent Love Island or an old last, last years? I think. What a gimp. <laughs> um, who else? That's um, some some guy who looked like a superhero Roman guy. I really should really should remember what happened. A really a... really fat bloke. <laughs> and and yeah, the guy who was called, I think, what was he called? Uh, 
this is going to be Crater. That was it. It was called Crater. Um, it was, yeah. Oh, the guy, the guy who won it, Brown Page Brown. Page. No, the the guy the ref thought that won the first. Match. Oh, the one who looked like a he's, Roman. He's god. from my hometown, apparently. Is he? Yeah, never knew that. Interesting. Um, but yeah. That's another was... fact for our uh, quiz when we do it. <laughs> is he from Gloucestershire then? Gloucestershire. He is. He is. But yeah, it was... I've forgotten his name. It, I don't know his name. That match was just... <laughs> the match was just a bit odd. Um, it didn't make sense because the rules were stupid and they changed them from normal wrestling. Um, then Rampage won. Well, no, the, the, the ref... Well, no, yeah, he, well, it was. And then it was. Drew Bennett made it a triple. Threat. Yeah, he made it a triple threat, so he didn't. He didn't win. Genuinely, not win. Um, we had Will Osprey. <laughs> my bad. Uh, my bad. Uh, Will Osprey versus Davy Boy Smith Jr., who is actually now called British Bulldog Jr. Because apparently, you can do that and get away with it without WWE suing the shed load out of you. Good luck with that. <laughs> Well, uh, we'll see. Um, which was a very good match. And I'm. this is the bit that I really like, is I'm glad that British wrestling is on TV for people to see talent like Will Ospreay or, or Rampage Brown or some of the women like Piper or Viper. Well, this Niven, week, Niven. Saturday, it's uh, Katie Ray versus Viper versus uh, B. Priestley. B. Priestley, which is great for these this talent of British wrestlers who are very good. Like Martin Kirby was in a match later on in a tag team match with Kip Sabian. I've seen Kip Sabian at IPW and I think he's brilliant. Um, it's giving these guys exposure that they probably wouldn't have normally got. I know Will Ospreay is a, a, probably a global sensation now because of New Japan and yeah. and things like that. But, it's got it's got a lot yeah, going for it, but it's got a lot against it. Local hero. Yeah, Joe Hendry singing his own theme tune because he's a lad. <laughs> um, but he, the 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 pro, the production value is terrible. The camera angles are naff. The replays if the replays and the camera angles of replays are awful. But I'm. <laughs> If you watch a WWE event and you see them move to 400 different camera angles when something's happening, it's like that, but 10 times worse. Because it wasn't just like five camera angles for one move. It was like 20. And it was horrible. I didn't like it. No. And the fact that they have a, a, a top-down looking at the top of the ring, like a bird's-eye view of the ring, it's just odd. Yeah, it's just... It was decent enough wrestling. It's just, well, I'm gonna miss it this week because I'm working. Yeah, I'm gonna wa- I'm gonna watch it on the but Sunday. I'll catch it at some point, but I kind of think they do need to improve. Well, they've already done it all, haven't they? So yeah, how they would improve, I don't know. Um, they they got yeah, like we said earlier, like you said earlier, Stu Bennett got loads of rules wrong when he was he commentating. Spanish, he scored a Spanish fly, and explode a suplex. Was it? <laughs> 
it's the funny, I right? screamed at the TV. <laughs> I literally just went, that is wrong. No, you cannot call it that. And then he also then they also called and, and they've retweeted this as well. And they've actually put a little world of sport like like they do for Instagram, like frame on it. Then cheeky Nando's kick that Will Ospreay does in the corner called it a cheeky Fernando's kick. <laughs> Because it's ITV. Because it's ITV. Gotta gotta get that gotta get that uh take me out over, damn it. <laughs> if that was Vince in World of Sport. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. It's re- a lot of people say like a lot of people I play cricket with don't watch wrestling. They said, Oh, I'm watching World of Sport. You do know it's fake. And I was like, Yeah. Is it? But why are you watching it? It's now. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. It's predetermined. Is Sorry. It? It's predetermined. No, it's Scripted. It's choreographed. Damn it. It's real. <laughs> it's real to me. I got that when I took days off after Mania and after Royal Rumble when I went back into work. I got, oh, but it's all fake, isn't it? I'm like, yeah. What do you watch when you're at home? Game of Thrones? It's fake, you know. Yeah. Whatever you're watching. Nope. I have that Walking same Dead. conversation. Walking Dead is the most realistic thing I've watched. <laughs> Fucking. How are you even still watching that? I don't, Walking I Dead. I don't think that's a conversation <laughs> that we can have right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, before we do go, however, I want to take it back to WWE. Um, they released a documentary after Raw. Um, called Walk with Elias. I don't know whether either of you have I've even. Not watched it. I'm, no, I'm even is this is this from his new album that he's just dropped? Yeah, so I bought the album when it came. It's actually like there's four songs on it. Um, I think it's like one fifty nine or something. So it's not much money. Um, the songs are all right. Um, there's, he's got a song uh, on the piano where um, he fades it all out, and then comes back in with, I bet you thought the song was over. <laughs> um, just comes back in. But it's just a great... But this... this, It's basically a mock of a, a, a documentary, like a rockumentary type thing, um, of the making of the album, and it was all made on the run-up to Mania. And it's, it's like Spinal Tap, and it, it just takes the piss out of everything. Like, he's going into places... Um, like expecting people to like bow down to him, and then you've got like the the guy who runs the studio going, "Who the fuck's this guy?" <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that, and then like um, he goes to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, brings a picture of himself with him, and tries to take one of the other photos off the wall and hang his own photo up. <laughs> and, then, and then and then he comes out the corner. No, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. And then he comes back to the camera and he goes, "Oh well, they, they didn't feel that I fit in in here, so they're going to give me my own wing." And then he goes into a building site and says, "This is going to be built as the as the Elias wing of the Rock and Roll." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a forty minute documentary, and I just think it's absolutely hilarious. Um, but yeah. like Elias, for me, he's certainly on the main roster, he's the one that's got the crowd in the palm of his hands the most. Oh, yeah. I think they're finally giving him a bit of recognition. He's not getting any titles or anything, but I think that actually having him have an album and then doing this piss take of a a documentary is just their way of paying him back. Um, And I just thought it was absolutely hilarious. And I I implore anybody to go and watch it if they've got 40 minutes. Yeah, that's the thing with the stuff on the network, though. I just don't have time to watch any of it. I, I, I enjoy watching some of the stuff like ride-alongs because 
you kind of see the backstage and what they talk about and they they use yeah. phrases like oh at the moment like they did a one with i think it was not long since the mixed match challenge where um alexa bliss was in one car with braun Strowman, and then there was another car with somebody else and they, oh, were yeah. playing, they they played a game. They played a game like a phone game. Like they had to say one word and they had to describe somebody. And then someone they like someone in the other car was like over. And then someone went Braun Strowman. Um, yeah, it was Braun Strowman that said Braun Strowman. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. just things like little things like that I enjoy watching. I watched. Um, I can't remember. I think it was after NXT. I watched uh, a table for three um, with Kurt Angle. Rick Flair and Sting, which is quite interesting because you kind of see they obviously talk about TNA, their time in TNA, because obviously they were all in it at one point. Yeah. They talk about how um, how Sting was, like what kind of things he felt about after WCW pretty much died on its ass and why he didn't come back. And it's just things like that are quite interesting, but I just don't have time to watch it. Camp WWE could fall off a cliff. You've got six weeks off. I mean, how would you uh, It's called... Uh, I want you to watch everything on the network. I'm not going to do that, because the test the test match started this week, so I've been watching oh, the cricket, that's and that's it. every that's week now. not an actual thing, though. You don't watch cricket. Cricket happens, and you see numbers go up. That's all that happens. There's There's no... There's nothing to watch. There's 20 men with eight of them sat, 22. sat down. 22. Okay, there's whatever it is. And 11 of them standing around. 11 of them are standing around doing fuck all. Two of them are swinging bats at things that they hit one in every eight goes. It's just boring test match. Six, six balls in and over. Just so you know. I said swinging bats at the ball. I didn't say. Oh, but you implied there were eight balls in them. Um, <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to go here because this is just frustrate the hell out of me. The best wrestling podcast out there. <laughs> we are seriously legit. Jordan Devlin approves. He loves, he loves it. He loves, he loves the bands. Oh, dear. <sighs> On that note, once again, thank you to Jack and Matt for joining us today. Thank you. Big love out to Chris. I know he's not here with us. We haven't spoken to him for a while. Hope everything is getting better with the computer situations. And hopefully we'll be back next he, week. He said he might be back next week. And he's also planning his forfeit for next week or the week after as well. Apparently he's gone all out. Apparently so. Apparently he's gone all out. We don't know what the forfeit is. He is singing uh, Carmelo's theme song. <laughs> I can't wait. And he's going all out. All mm. in, as he said. So, I'm done now, aren't I? My forfeits are done. Yeah, I think so. Good. Good. I'm glad. Which was being chopped. Stay quiet. Which? Uh, Matt's got one to do. <laughs> he shouldn't have said yeah. anything, because we would have completely forgotten. No, I'm pretty sure Jack remembers. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to watch mine, mine is on our Twitter, because I uploaded just the forfeit onto Twitter. And it's also on the vlog, if you go and watch that. And then obviously we'll have Chris's out soon, and then we'll figure out what Matt needs to do very soon. But again, keep following us on the on the Twitter at BadBookersWP on YouTube as well, where you can also listen to some of our podcasts on there. If not, iTunes 
uh, Zcast, wherever else, SoundCloud. I'm running out of other things that we're on. I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, drop us your questions. Drop us five-star ratings. Yeah, flash, seven flash star ratings. Star ratings. Seven star ratings. Come flash on, we're better than eight this. stars if you're champa. <laughs> uh, and we'll speak next week, and hopefully, we'll have Chris with us. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.